This place is like uber creepy, Scoob. Warning. Supernatural The Crossroads contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. to another episode of Supernatural The Crossroads. I'm your host, Thomas Cowley. Joined with me is Ryan. Sup? And Mike. Yo. Just going first name basis now. I could have been like you. I could have been like, hey. Hey. That's my thing, okay? Oh, I can't be that? No. I get to wander in like Eeyore who just got punched in the dick. (laughs) And that's how I start my day. Now, we are talking about season 15, episode 6, Golden Time. And it was, it felt a little bit weird. And that probably is due to the fact that after two myth arc, myth arc heavy episodes, the show did take a bit of a slowdown and did put a little bit more of a focus on the Winchesters and Castiel and more attention to why they do what they do rather than the grand scheme of what Chuck is up to. I have a feeling this episode is basically what happens after you do coke for two days long oh jeez! and then you were like oh i need to slow down and then this is that episode this is the come down episode yeah this is the oh i don't know if we'd use the word come down but yeah it's appropriate okay you finish two great episodes and then you're a little tired and, and need a cigarette yeah yeah, yeah there you go yeah 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 that's what it is this was the afterglow, yeah, the afterglow. it is golden time yeah oh, oh that, get it so is that like two days after taking golden showers that you're like oh my what? god i need to no is that that's not what happens after a golden shower? We're always like right there. I you notice, know. and then Ryan's like, also urine. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly poop, but I, I this oh, okay. one was a urine joke. So this one, it really did focus on why. When we have the question of what does it matter if Chuck controls everything, Meredith Glynn comes at us with, well, here are some examples as to why it still matters, why they do what they do, and why they must, as the phrase goes at this point always keep fighting and she does what she does best and gave us a a, another nuanced look an emotionally driven look to focus on two out of the three this episode sam and castiel specifically while also making a statement about dean but this episode not in the forefront right it was more or less about castiel and sam right now, with this episode, we some of the highlights that we talk about here, Castiel back in the game after being gone for summer vacation, not even summer vacation, was spring he, break. Was he even gone? I, didn't feel I'm like not it. quite sure. It didn't feel like he was out of the game entirely and the entire time he's here on vacation. I think that got lost somewhere in translation. Yeah, that feels like maybe rewrites. They forgot to put that back into it or maybe as they're writing you know the episode they didn't realize without seeing a finished product that it wouldn't feel like he's been gone right yeah too close to the forest to see the trees kind of thing yeah we also not like that are not close enough to see your penis when you go pee yeah well what he doesn't have have a dicky do belly a what a dicky do belly (laughs) know what that is his belly sticks out farther than his dicky do (laughs) Okay. He doesn't have that, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. You learn something horrifyingly new (laughs) every day. You guys have never heard of that? Not once in my nearly 30 years have I heard that. Really? Yeah. Learn something new then. People listen to the show. Yep. Education. To learn eight, you know, (laughs) image grade shit. Whatever, dude. You laughed. We left? You laughed. 
Ryan did a little bit of speed before we started. Yeah, if you listen to the pre-show, I, I couldn't even understand half the things speed he was saying. My, speed my audio up and ramp his down, and you'll, you'll have a level keel yeah. for everyone on the I, show. Look, I got to bring the energy because Thomas is clearly Eeyore tonight, so I have to bring the energy. Yeah. And we're not completely Eeyore. We had some good things happen in this episode. I, for one, really like the idea that Rowena basically left everything to Sam. Yeah, that was a heart-touching moment. That was that was well done. How I, come the Crowley family is the gift that keeps giving? Because they're well-written and well-realized by strong actors. It's it's They're yeah. very well done, and people who wrote them had a genuine interest and care for these characters. And Rowena and Sam's relationship was always kind of different than her and Dean's for various number mm-hmm. of reasons. And for the last several years, too. Especially the, the last couple of years. But it was a nice touch because... It goes to show she didn't expect to die earlier in this season, and she already had that in place, despite the fact that the room was booby-trapped for everyone else. That was a smart move to bring the feels. The fact that anyone that walks into that room is as good as dead. Right. Except if Sam. Right. I like how they framed her, how she wrote it to where they walk in, and it's not even a thought for them. It makes sense. Sam and a ghost, therefore no traps go off, but everybody else can't. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder if clever. It, I like I obviously she had to put it on there for Dean too in case Dean showed up. Perhaps. Right? No, she has a thing for Sam. Oh no, man. I feel like it was both of them. If Dean walks in his clothes just immediately disappear. That, that's the difference. You, I'd be all for it. Same with oh, Castiel or sign Gabriel. Me up. She had a little like Beauty and the Beast mirror. Like she uh, she's all show yeah. me Dean. Show me Sam. She didn't have to do it for catch because <laughs> Oh, was they're dead. taking showers right now. That's okay. Record. That's okay. TiVo that. Record. Is that a magical spell? A yeah. TiVo spell? Magic can do anything, as we learned from ominous, the recap. Ominous recordus. <laughs> no, so that was that was a nice touch. We also got to see Eileen. Yeah. Back in the episode. Back. <laughs> and alive, which was a bit different. Didn't expect that one. Yeah, right over there, Mike. <laughs> which. I'm not 100% certain how I feel about it. It was like a well-done uh, moment, but I'm not was, sure narratively if how I'm feeling. What do you, I missed it. He's talking about Eileen. Eileen's uh, return to the land of the living. Yeah. I liked, like, it was a well-done moment, I but liked, I'm not sure if I like it from a narrative storytelling standpoint. I liked it for what it did for Sam, but I also feel like they could have done that something very similar with a new guest spot. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of so, where I'm... Because the whole point of Eileen was to get him back in touch with with the humanity. Mm-hmm. Was to make him feel something. To make him realize... He needed that human anchor to make him yeah. realize that what they do does matter. It's not just them and Chuck's ploys. It, Sam, we know yeah. your life sucks and no one's going to argue that. But also, look at everyone else, too. Shit's fall. It's a shitstorm. So I understand what they were doing with her, but they could have done it with anyone. We but didn't, did it have to be her? Right. And is there a reason why, like all guest spots, should have a distinct reason as yeah, why they're there? Yeah, there's a reason because people want Eileen to have sex with Sam. Might have. No, you think? I don't know. I think the show it's is. A, a, it's a I think the show thing, is dude. past that by now. I think uh, it's a 15th you, you season. Think? I don't think the, they are. It's you the think? 15th and final season. Why do they even give a shit about any of that? I don't know. Okay. Well, someone sent us a message about that and it made me think was the entire episode just to tell us that a soul from hell cannot go to heaven does that mean that both sam and dean cannot go to heaven no matter how many people they save see the thing is that doesn't make and that was from donna because they have gone to heaven and joshua said there was a special place for them even after they both gone to hell that's all because of chuck's plan though so then it comes down to he said she said my favorite. Yeah. So we, we, maybe, but I don't believe it yet either. But it could. the rules could change literally at any I just, moment. I think the thing that really bugs me mostly was they brought back Eileen, which I think she was an okay character. But no, now, we, we all we, we all liked her. We right? liked her quite yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. So we were upset the way they killed her off because right. it was bullshit. So, right. so, but the thing that bugs me is now... You have this spell, which I clearly got the effect of. Well, we'll get we'll get into. Yeah, that. I'll talk. About, yeah. yeah, I have the thought in my head. I just it's yeah. something that kind of just just hold on to it because there's a couple other things that need to be discussed as well. But one of them being Dean, while he wasn't the main focus of the episode, he has still they still said something about him and where he's at 
and where his character's at mentally. Him withdrawing into his old ways, him becoming more of a recluse, becoming more of a nihilistic outlook on life, very reminiscent of season 13 in the very beginning and after Bobby's death and just various different points. When things get bad, Dean almost always seems to want to give up. And I think that it was a really nice point when Sam said he needs his brother at the end of this episode because they really do need each other in order for them to have a fucking prayer. More than ever. Yeah. Now, Ryan, can you give us the synopsis for this yeah, episode? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll read this really It's in, in depth, depth, I know. Very in-depth synopsis Get here. your thesaurus and dictionary All if right, you, you need it. you guys ready? Here we go. Sam and Dean's routine case turns out to be anything but. Which isn't exactly accurate because no, Dean no, wasn't on, on that go case. Ahead. Go ahead and finish it. That's, that's it. I'm done. No, no, go ahead. Um, it turns out to be anything but what an awful synopsis yeah God, dude, and they're, not they're exactly bad. accurate they're so either fucking bad dude i hate whoever writes these i think it's just fans dude you guys <laughs> suck because a lot of times imdb you're allowed to update imdb if you have um uh credibility as a contributor mm-hmm. so like wikipedia <laughs> it is kind of it's kind of turned into that when it comes to up certain updates so this episode was a little bit of a mixed bag. There were some moments of real interest in the episode, but at the same time, it had a few things that didn't really need to be there either. At face value, I could say it seems like it was a little bit light on substance, but what substance was there was very important to show us where Sam and specifically Castiel are at this moment. At the heart of the episode, there was something that they were saying. And yes. what they were saying was very impactful and very powerful for our characters. But how I felt as you're watching uh, it beat oh, to oh, beat. Overall, I feel like it was we were distracted by the the impo- we were too busy being distracted by the weird witchy story that they right. use as a rapper. You know, to wrap this that episode. I really don't and understand I, the purpose. I, there is no purpose. There was It was not needed. And I, I think it would have been stronger without it. I thought maybe when he had started to talk to the younger witch, that I'm like, okay, well, there's the connection. Right. But no. No. She died. Just it, abruptly. There was really no point to that tapped. wish story. And I feel like this, the episode would have actually played out better if they just bypassed that monster of the week completely. They should have. Well, I, I just think that and just folk, imagine giving us exactly what they gave us minus the witch scenario. And they took a moment to slow things down and really fleshed out the, cast, the Castile situation and the Sam uh, situation. The Sam thing played out for me. OK, for the most part. Well, but dude, the Castiel aspect, what, they were doing the exact same thing with Sam. It's pretty much the same yeah. story. But imagine, dude, if they had had Sam and Eileen really have a heart to heart away from Dean talking about Rowena and like how much that impacted, impacted him, him yeah. how much she mattered yep. to him and he didn't even realize it until he was here had just if we're going to slow down let's actually slow down let's not just put in a routine segment because we're well, used to it the thing is they could have cut out all the dumb witch stuff and focused more on castiel's gin and it would have made way more sense yeah we had essentially two mow's yeah. going out and at the same half time. as much content for either one they should just, have asked all of it except possibly the gin thing gave yeah. us an extra 10 15 minutes on castiel did away completely with the witch stuff and we would have felt much much better at the end of the episode we would have felt so much better because this episode felt you wanting by the end you're like okay i get what you did i like what you did but how you got there i don't like yes i think i would have been more okay with the witch aspect of this episode if there was something which one so stupid if there was something in rowena's stash that made sense for them to be like, oh, shit, we need to get her stash. They're literally like local bank yeah. or like burglars. Yeah. If there was something in her stash that was like, holy shit, we need this, like the Book of the Damned or. It was just some generic attempt to yeah. get Ro- Ro- Rowena's powers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like by I, a group that we just believe just Sam yeah. knows because. I just think it would have been made way more sense if there was something super cool or super powerful in her stash. Well, that's a good point, Ryan, because that's something that Thomas said when you came into the studio today. You felt like the episode was a little lazy. Uh, Yes. And that's a a perfect example, a piece of evidence right there, Ryan, that the episode was a little lazy. Because why didn't they give the witches, if you wanted to make that stronger and keep the witch aspect there, then give them something that we've heard of that they're after. There are so many things that Rowena has that we've seen throughout the years. The Book of the Dam being one of them. Make it 
more of a aha moment for the fans. Mm-hmm. Let us in so that we know what's at stake. Oh, shit. They're after the Book of the Dam. They cannot get their hands on that thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's too powerful. There's a power vacuum in the the witch community, in the supernatural community. Yeah. That's what they should have focused they on. They just were going to do it. Yeah. Talk about it. It felt very, very odd. Um, and I do think you're right. I think they should have focused a little bit more time on Castiel and the Jin because I think that would have been a little bit more interesting. His personal narrative with Sam was running parallel. We were seeing why both of them, who are kind of depressed in a in a bad spot of sorts, wondering why they should continue continue to keep doing the things that they're doing, both seeing that what they do does matter to some extent, reminding them why they save people, why they do any of it and put themselves through that heartache to see Castiel do that without the brothers, to see him do it competently without the brothers. I did like all of that. I agree, but it it was a nice moment because it shows that it is the world's problems are bigger than just the problems of Sam and Dean. Yes. Do they have unique perspective and, and a different outlook and we just saw an episode or two ago when Sam's talking about how most people just go around not even knowing what's really out there and how dangerous things really are and how God doesn't give a shit about most of them. But now for this example, this episode, we take a step away from that angry at the universe for not everyone being woke, essentially, and realizing that everyone else has problems, too, and that your problems are the center of your universe, but that doesn't mean it's the center of everyone's universe. Yeah, and I like how I that... I like that aspect. A lot, I did. A lot as well. And, and it was made clear to me when, you know, Sam was playing self-pity mode, which, listen, mm-hmm. he can have all the self-pity he wants. These guys have been through the ringer. But I like how they made it not necessarily about them. Like, listen, yes, it sucks that your life is a punchline of a big cosmic joke. And then when they had Eileen touch his hand, like, listen, I can't even touch. I'm a ghost. I'm dead. I'm in hell. I can't even jack you off right oh, now. Oh, Jesus. It's also true, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a living hell. I can't even go down on you. I mean, she could, I but she just, she, like, phased right through I think it. if she yeah, really wanted to, right she really wanted to, she can focus. I mean, she, you can ghost touch can things interact, if yeah. you really try. I think she's, she just needs to have to the focus passion. her tonsils, and yeah. she probably would have been able to do it. Focused her tonsils. Okay. Because <laughs> she, she has unique I'm just ability assuming that Sam to has control a those. Was, whatever, dude. Is that in Ghost 101? Like, yeah. Focus, How to suck without people sure knowing you're there. I'm sure that's in the recently deceased handbook, okay? Can you write your own, like... Ghost 101 in your supernatural perv book, and we'll put it on like Amazon and sell it. Oh my God. I guarantee that I can. Now that you're dead, how do you jack someone off without everyone knowing? You focus your hand, focus your tonsils. And you can do that for every different monster. Like, how do you perform sex with a human now that you're a vampire? You can just do 107 chapters of Or your vagina doesn't disappear when you become a vampire. But how? I'm a werewolf. How do I fuck? Well, good question, current werewolf. It gets hard and you fucker. Like, yeah, but how do you sustain a lasting, meaningful relationship as a member of you the don't. undead you, you, party? You, you fuck them and then you kill them. That's typically how it works. You're well, like a you, spider. You so, you're, that, so you're like. This is just a Jeffrey Dahmer how to handbook. <laughs> no, no, he would kill them and then fuck them. That's different. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> one's a necrophilia, the other one's a not. What? A necro- necrophilia. 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 <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? Getting it back to what I was saying. That was a good tangent. The fact that she is also in a very bad place and they made it a point to express that idea to Mm -hmm. Sam. That was the entire point of Sam's story. At that moment, Sam was essentially pulled from his self-pity and he was reminded that they are all in the same position. All of them. Right. And this is why Eileen, for me, worked well for this episode. She was that emotional anchor, as we discussed a few moments ago. The human element that that essentially reminded Sam that what they do is important. She was a tangible emotion that he can feel. But not tangible right away. And that's where it gets poetic, in my opinion. Him saving her Mm -hmm. was showing what he can do and what he does Why you can't give up. Mm Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was easily the biggest thing. You know, the reason you can't just throw in the towel and say, well, as Dean was in this episode, what's the point? I don't know what's real and what's fake anymore kind of thing. It is still worth doing. 
the idea that she would have been trapped to hell or madness had he not done anything, that wasn't going to change. Whether whether or not Chuck wrote something or whether or not the brothers killed each other or whether or not the apocalypse, what, version 4 <laughs> at this point happened, that wasn't going to change. So it's nice to see that he had to essentially work through that problem. He has to find a new way to go about living his life knowing that God is fucking with them or knowing that he's going to control some aspects of their destiny. The the idea of Rowena's death in this episode also coming back to the forefront, I did like that, that it had to do with Sam was emotional about it in the end of episode three. Yeah, Made something sense. that's been, you know, on in his it's mind. Been bugging him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and, and for it to be, and it's oh, rightfully continue. so. He put a knife in her fucking stomach. I mean, he, right? He should be affected by that. Even though, like he mentioned in the episode, it was his her idea, and he she did it to save everyone. Mm-hmm. It's still going to eat at him. He's the one that yeah. put the knife in her. Like, right. well, the thing is, too. I mean, he he's clearly felt bad about it, and yeah. knowing that Chuck didn't just fuck off and vanish, and that he's still there, it has to bring about the idea of what was Rowena's sacrifice and death really for. If it didn't ultimately matter, if Chuck is still a problem. Meanwhile, though, we see here with Eileen that he is able to still make a difference. At the end of this episode, he's able to physically embrace, physically touch his accomplishment. What he was able to do becomes tangible and real with Eileen having a body again. And I did like, as you said, Mm. Mike, the poetic element of that. By it, him it was trying, he yes. was able to bring her back to life. It was tangible. It was real. There was concrete. It, it was proof that he can do something, that what he just did matter. Yes. Because that's the thing that both of them are struggling with. Dean handles it very differently than Sam, mm-hmm. but they're both going Drinking through. Drinking and nihilism and cereal. Yeah, they're both they're both going. <laughs> that actually sounds like a good time. That honest. actually does. That's, yeah. that's if, a Saturday. If, if Lucky Charms is involved, I'm in. Ooh. Yeah, but yeah, no. See? It, and that's the biggest reason why I do support them bringing Eileen into this episode, I, I do feel like they could have used another character. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to do what the writers do by bringing back characters that we've seen before, um, this is the way to do it. Using a character that already does, it's kind of a quick, a quick, a way, quick patch. it's a quick way to get from A to Z because there's already that relationship between Sam and Eileen. It's already mm-hmm. established. So for him to be able to save someone that they weren't able to save before and Makes sense. and save them from a, but, a doomed reality in hell and give them a chance to live life again i mean that is a good that's a great win for sam right and i agree with you mike but i think here's the thing that and this is what i was going to mention earlier the thing that bugs me about this is that we all liked eileen i'm not i'm not arguing that we didn't but we no. just had two or three episodes ago kevin is doomed to wander the earth Fuck as, that's and, what they just said. But, but that's here, what they basically uh, just yeah, said. Because let's think Why about Why they bring who, poor, yeah. poor who's, you know, who's whatever, whatever. that's part of my who's gripes. The, who's the more important character, Eileen, random character we met once, or Kevin, who to them was part of the family? And I, I'm sorry, but I think that's why this was a little too much for me. You think they should she have told Eileen to kick rocks? Yeah. See you later. Like, why do you want to come back? Life sucks. Yeah. Even Helen Keller knew that life stunk. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so <laughs> fucked up. I just think that it was, you literally have this miracle thing where you can make a spirit become whole again, and you use an Eileen because she just shows up in this episode. I think it was a little bit, it was too on the nose, man. I, I feel yeah. like it, we literally had Kevin three episodes ago or whatever it was. You know, I was in hell. I was fucking, yeah. and it was God's well, fault, and they could have saved Kevin. It's Dab 101. With the alternate reality, what did he do? He brought back rando characters. Now, with hell being, you know, with that rupture open. in hell open, now he's going to be able to do this. Rando characters. Hey, guys, remember this person? And th- this remember is Kevin? It's member Baron. This is what I don't like. And- this is the single worst thing about Dab. Dab has his writing issues. Uh, he has his leadership issues. But I can forgive some of that. But what he continues to do, it, more than any other showrunner, at least Carver, this show is famous for bringing characters back, characters that don't stay dead. But Dab, it's like he literally write. for example, Carver, let's say Carver wants to bring a character back, right? Mm-hmm. He'll find a creative way in that episode to do it. Same thing with Kripke. It's like Dab sets things up so that he can do it throughout the entire season. Mm-hmm. 
alternate universe. He's done it. Undo death, essentially, with opening all the gates to hell. Yeah. Every Each time, he now has a free get-out-of-anywhere free card to go and bring whoever back. And then it just becomes a kind of a spotlight hour. Yeah, and there's really no need for it. Again, because we got it, I was okay with the uh, Eileen situation, especially because it was very poetic. It was a great way to, you know, quickly establish Sam's issues and then give it closure so that we can move on. Obviously, these things are still going to bother him, but at least we got that little bit of closure going into the second half, or I should say the second quarter of the final season. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And I am torn about yeah. it. I'm torn about it because I I we raged when Eileen was killed. Hmm? In fact, we continue to use her death scene as a way for people to get over Charlie's death because people always say that Charlie's death was weak. Mm-hmm. She went out fighting. Yeah. And turned into a bloody puddle in the, in the bathroom. I mean, she at least... She sent off the notes that were needed for the Book of the Damned translation. Death was in vain. Yeah. Eileen died at the beginning of an episode in a teaser by a hellhound. That she can't see and already can't hear, so that seems unfair. <laughs> like, come on, that was I, cheap. I, no, we actually talked about that. How that even makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like there was. there's so many other characters that could have been... Brought back to life from the spirit world, and you. This one was just the flavor of the week because Dad decided to do this. Whereas with Lilith, I, I, that's different. That makes sense on many levels. Yeah, because when we already discussed that mm-hmm. in our last episode, so. I feel bad for hating on it because because we did like Eileen, but I just. But I, what are we not fans of? We're not fans of characters bringing being brought back. Yeah. How, well, I think what did she all, add to the team by coming back? What do we say? When I saw the opening trailer this week, I was paranoid that Rowena was going to come back. Yeah, you know, me too. And I was yeah. like, oh, God, Rowena's coming back. And not because we Been hate dead for Rowena. 48 hours. We love Rowena. She's one of our favorite characters she, of all yes. time. But she is dead. Her death meant something for the episode moving forward into the final season. Do not bring her back. That's our biggest problem. It's a fundamental problem. With the idea of reincarnation, what made it strong in Kripke's era was that it was fucking hard, and there was a to risk. Come back yeah. from there the was dead. fucking risk. Yes. It was you not something making deals with, with shady de- yeah. ass you had to demons. Make, you literally had to make a deal with the devil, metaphorically, of a demon. Yes, you had to have an angel who had not been seen in millennia fight his way into the Stygian pits of hell itself and pull you out. And it left a permanent mark on you. You were never the same. What you saw, you cannot shake off. You, by being there, started the apocalypse. There were ramifications. Unfortunately, by the time we get here, it's like, oh, did you trip and brain yourself on a rock while camping? Well, better be careful next time. Bing. And like a fairy godmother, you can just bring somebody back. Oh, Bobby's dead? Well, there's a whole multiverse of Bobbies. Don't worry if you lose another one. We got 50,000 more Bobbies waiting around the corner. And that's the problem is that. And we were told at the beginning of the season that death was going to be a very real thing this season. That the stakes would be risen. That the suspense of death actually happening would be a real thing. But then here we have the six six episodes in. We have a magical spell that Rowena didn't finish that can bring back someone to life. And that's the thing is that what like, is the I thought point life in was going to be? I thought death wasn't going to be cheap anymore. What know? is the point so. in heroic self-sacrifice if it can be undone with some weeds in a, in a bathtub? It was cannabis. <laughs> Get it right. Like that's the problem when you introduce Wait, these so concepts. You, you mean I got to smoke this green? Uh, to bring back Eileen? Yeah, oh, shit. The shit out of this. Give me that green. Or did you just get high as fuck and talk to your ceiling My name fan? is Samson. Or was he so high he didn't even bring Eileen back? He just no. thought he did. He just yeah. got. He just yeah. smoked a shitload while so taking a soothing bath. He was so like, that he's like, no, oh, dude, she's, she's alive. Oh, she's touching my dick. Ugh. Why? Why does it always got to go back to that? Because it's always got to come back to that with Ryan. naked and wet in a towel. Take oh. a hit off this bong. Yeah. <laughs> I call it Sam Winchester Jr. He smokes his dick. I call it Sam Winchester. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's Billy Bong Thornton. What? He's just going for puns at that point. Anyway. Yeah. Wesley Pipes. Now, <laughs> Dean Greenchester. 
He molests people and then gets high? Oh, Dean Chester, I'm here to get high with my Dean oh, okay. Chester. All right. Now, no Dean Chester joke. All right. Why not, dude? Because the FBI. So, oh, the FBI dude. so Castiel was the other side of the coin in this episode. And while it was nice to have that little bit of whether or not we agree with it 100%, that poetic element of Eileen coming back to life and, and Sam's accomplishments being tangible. It worked for what they were trying to it do. It worked. Maybe it was a little clumsy or we felt like there could have been a little bit more nuance to mm-hmm. it, but it worked for what he they were trying, what she was trying to say with this episode. A little bit of a toilet ploop, if you will. Like a, 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 a cold What's splash a against the taint. A bloop. A, a bloop. A bloop. Job done, oh, but I'm turd, uncomfortable. The turd falling in the water. It's, you, you worked really, really hard for about five minutes, and all yeah. you got was a bloop. Just a, boop, yeah. like just a small little, yeah. <laughs> Unsatisfying. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. Especially well, when you, like, squeezed. Essentially, that was this episode with Castiel, because I felt like he was just a bloop in the toilet bowl for this episode. <laughs> yeah, he's apparently been out of the game on, quote, extended leave. Which was a little bit hard to swallow because it's only been two episodes since we last saw him. And there hasn't been a definitive showing of the passage of time. So I'm questioning, okay, how long has he been gone? Has it been two days, two months, two weeks, 27 years, and people just don't age anymore? (laughs) Like, what is the option here? But he, too, got a reminder from interacting with humans, the human element as an anchor for why they do the things that they do, regardless of Sam and Dean. What I did like is that, as Ryan said before, we we would have preferred it we, had we not seen Castiel for a while. Sorry about those typos, dude. <laughs> it's all fucked up, that but sentence. It is, yes. <laughs> but That's an awful sentence. The, At least the he didn't fact, Ron Burgundy. The fact, that, <laughs> the fact that Castiel didn't interact <laughs> with Sam and Dean other than a phone call, yes, he did interact with them, but I'm okay with that. In this instance, because yeah. honestly, the reason member berries, because I thought of weekend at Bobby's when Bobby answered the phone that said FBI taped to the, to the wall. Right. And meanwhile, they've got a bunch of mismangled phone chargers, but still funny. But it was it nice to see him find purpose with the death of Jack. He's been on an emotional decline really since the empty told him to make a deal that he didn't really want to, that he's going to take him away back into the empty when he's at his happiest moment. So when naturally he's been suicidally midnight, depressed. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. Damn. Yeah. He's hardcore. Damn. The empty the safe it, word is banana. That's not a very good safe word. There is no that? safe word with the empty. You're like, you're just, you're getting so excited. And then you're like, Oh, can you bring in those bananas? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I was going to turn you into a Sunday. Okay. I don't know why I, I I even attempt to baseball pitch something or lob something right. There's no reason to. I don't need I don't need your softballs. No, I, can, I don't. I, I don't need them. So the fact that Castiel's been on an emotional decline, he's been suicidally depressed since that moment, made sense for all the right reasons. Jack's dead. The he broke up with Dean. You know, Aww. there's all kinds of problems. But it was nice to see not only him get reminded of his duties to humanity, his <laughs> usefulness to humanity. But also, it was nice to see him actually have some powers and not be a total chump for an episode. Yeah. Which, honestly, part of me forgets about sometime. So every now and then, especially with him getting into fights, especially with just a couple episodes ago, him going toe-to-toe with a couple of rowdy ghosts was a little bit less than thrilling. Seeing him take two gunshot wounds and just walk it off Terminator style was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, well, I thought, see, that to me was a way to kind of drive home the point that Mm -hmm. he is an angel and he does have a duty and a responsibility. Yes, who knows if that even stands now that Chuck is just a fraud in every way, Mm -hmm. but it helps him as an individual. And that's another thing that I felt was a strength in this episode. And it goes right with the whole Sam agenda. Give Sam Give Castiel that human anchor, that human element that reminds them that, hey, yes, the sky's falling. Yes, Chuck is a piece of shit, but we can still do some good. Mm-hmm. I saved people. And not only did I save them, I was able to heal them as well. So it, it showed Castiel that he does have purpose and that this is what he should be doing, not hiding in a cabin, running from his problems and essentially feeling sorry for himself. Almost like what Sam was doing with the whole, you know, cosmic joke punchline 
spiel. Well, it does make sense. I mean, he more than even Sam and Dean has a reason to be depressed and, and a crisis of faith and feeling like he has no purpose. When you're one of the literally last 10 angels in existence and you feel like your entire purpose has been a lie because you find out in in fact kind of has and your ultimate creator, the person that you, your parent who thought you thought would always protect you is a, an abusive dickhead. Yeah. Why? And you broke up with your boyfriend. Why go on? Why bother? Well, I can't wait to see what the angels do. And maybe we're going to we're going to get there eventually, because when you think about it, as you just said, Castiel has an even more. I mean, Sam and Dean can live for themselves and enjoy humanity. Right. That you don't need God to have purpose. You can pick people right? up at the bar. You have free bang. will. Essentially, you're a free spirit. Right. You mm-hmm. can enjoy your life for the Something most part. Something angels didn't have. But as an angel, you were literally created to protect these life forms that God allegedly cared for. That's your job. And then. And now you find out that he doesn't even care about the creations that you were created to watch over. That's that stings. I mean, they, dude, if they don't get into that and Castiel's crisis of faith and what all this means, I will fucking rage. I think they are starting to that when he's talking to the sheriff and says, always you people in positions of power abusing you because you yes. think you can. Like, the, yes. I, so, so I have Z's to Jeff, believe it's the starting. Is Jeffrey Epstein. And oh, Castiel is Hillary Clinton. Wait, and, what? I don't understand, I don't understand that understand analogy that at all. Huh? Don't think that one flows the way you think it does. <laughs> he feels like he got something really good there, dude. Hmm. Point proven. Well done, Ryan. I don't even get the point. This is why I wear the glasses. <laughs> I think the power ran out of those glasses. Yeah, I think I think I used I think I used it all up last episode. I think they need to be charged. Do they have a, a, a little USB? Yeah, there's plug? a USB C that I have to plug them in. Oh, I'm struggling. Jesus Christ! Damn, I was on a roll. So that that was a horrible analogy. I should have said I should have said Weinstein. That's what I should have said. Still not relevant. Yeah, he's in a position of power. Barely. Okay, that would have been a little worse, yeah, a little bit better. That's what I, that's what I should have went with. I'm struggling. Got to charge those glasses before every show, man. Yeah, I forgot. They're once a day. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a day. <laughs> Disposable. Yeah, yeah. I have like 36 pair of them. So yeah, I, I, I'm hoping they get into that a little bit more. I know the show is generally about Sam and Dean, and it should be, but this is the final season, and we have gone on about Castiel also needing that. I think we talked about it in our last 10 minutes at the crossroads, right? Mm-hmm. Our Patreon so, yeah. discussion. We talked about Castiel really needing a solid story this year because one thing that year? Dab has done well is from the Castiel front for the most part in meaning. Yes, it's been light, but he has given him a reason to be around every season. It's not like, Hey guys, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I'm here. Hey guys, I fucked up. Hey guys, I messed up. They gave him a reason since I want to say what the whole the conception of, of Jack. Jack. They yeah, gave conception, him, yeah, yeah. They gave him a reason to stick around and purpose to be a part of the story. So this is the season where we really need to see it needs all to of come, that pay off. It needs to come to a head. It needs to mean something. What is Castiel's ultimate story? And How does he feel right now? And, and I'm not talking about Dean. Betrayed. Like his whole life isn't, I know the, the shippers might get mad, but his entire life isn't about Dean. I'm so, he's, it's not. I want to see him struggling with his purpose as an individual. Yeah. What's going on with him? At least Sam and Dean have the solace of Chuck finds them entertaining. They're his favorite story. It, right. So what is, but if you're Castiel, okay, you don't give a shit about humans. You don't give a shit about angels. Lucifer was right this whole time. Hell's or heaven's falling apart. What is my purpose? Oh, you're just there. And to that me, is a crisis moment. That is a existential dread. I have no purpose. There is no meaning. This is Lucifer season 12 for, you know, a half yeah. moment. We need to see that come to light. We need to see that mean something, especially when he had Jack and lost him as well. Right. Yeah. And I'm hoping this episode does give him a kick in the butt 
so that he knows what he needs to do. But I'm hoping this isn't the end of his pain. Like, hey, I got to get back he, in the no, game. No, he has, he has no, to No, he needs to stay he, angry. Yes, he needs to stay angry and feel something. We also need an explanation for why his powers are just completely depleting. I think that's the mystery of this season, right? Yeah, because yeah, that's not the first time we've seen that, right? No, I mean, yeah. he got through it. He obviously was able to heal the kid, but... They're getting weaker. He says yeah. it before that he couldn't heal Catch. I think it's connected to God. Didn't we talk about that? We did. We yeah. did last episode, I think. God losing his power because of possibly people losing faith in him. Or the gun, which as Dean said in this right. episode, was it's, not planned. It's, de- it's depowered God. And see, I think we're on the right track. When Who was it that said that? Was that Sam? That was Dean at the Oh. It was Sam. I don't think Chuck wanted me to shoot him. Well, that was at the end of this episode. Dean said, yeah. maybe that was part of the plan. He's like, I don't think it was. Yeah. And the fact that he said that, I, I think we're on the right track. Yeah. The meta aspect of this season is going to be what everything hinges on. Yeah. It has to be. Mm-hmm. So, guys, remember, we have this giveaway for the Dean Winchester sixth scale figure by Quantum Mechanics. When you guys pledge to our Patreon page, you are automatically entered to a chance for a chance to win. If you pledge to the video cast tier and you will get as many entries as you are a subscriber per month, starting whatever month you subscribe all the way up until the end of the contest in April 2020. If you are already a videocast subscriber, you have already been entered into the drawing and you've gotten one every month for as long as we've been doing this a couple months now. But if you guys are interested in that, head on over to patreon.com slash rainman digital to enter. The real question is, is there a Castiel one so I can make them like scissor bang kiss and stuff? Or is that not a thing yet? Have they not? That's the second contest. Oh, that's the second one. So whoever (laughs) wins the first one is going to want to win the second one with Castiel so they can make them 69. Okay. Now, remember, guys, that is if you enter at the video cast tier, you'll be entered for the contest. However, if that's not your bag, if you're not really an action figure person, don't forget we have a bunch of other Patreon content at all kinds of levels for all kinds of budgets. We have the 10 minutes at the crossroads for a dollar. We have the cinematography of SPN at two dollars. We have our pre-show discussion at three. We have bonus episodes, bonus discussions and the preview for the upcoming episodes at five and then, of course, the video cast here at 10. And remember, whatever one you're at, you get everything below it as well. So head on over to patreon.com slash Digital. Yeah, help us out. We need to stay we alive. Need God, we need your help. We are like, like heaven. There are $9 in the account and everything's going to come crashing down. Help. We need help, guys. <laughs> so, Thomas yeah. will walk in and be a lot happier if you guys help out. Yeah, sometimes I wonder why we were even doing this. Oh, Oh, that's aggressive. I don't need to get that that real, right? Why not? Okay, mister, I'm going to commit suicide if I walk into the studio. That's, that's, you know. That's what? 40% a bit. 40% a bit? Are we riot? 60% a bit. (laughs) All right, so let's kind of tackle the elephant in the room with this episode. Overall, the meaning behind the monster of the week elements for this was superficial, I mean, they were there for a reason, but it, and, and some of it kind of felt appropriate, but it was a bit of a mess at the same time. The episode still could have had all of Sam's closure, all of his moments of remembering Rowena and finding out that she actually had this connection with him, that she actually cared about them. As you said earlier, Mike, the the Crowley, cast, or, uh, Crowley and Rowena characters They've had such an impact on the Winchesters' lives. They've been such great characters, so well told, mm-hmm. because they're they're very well realized. They're very real people, and despite Rowena's hard exterior and her quote inability to love, she obviously did care about people over the course of her life. The the person she fell in love with way back in season 10 that Crowley unceremoniously killed eventually having feelings for Crowley by the end of season 13 feelings for Sam and Dean to some extent she's shown a capacity to care all of these things we could have had with the handing off of her belongings making Sam the next warlock I guess I don't know exactly warlock Sam warlock Sam oh boy imagine that that'd be kind of cool I really want to get in his hex bags Uh, how? Just no. You, you, you didn't <laughs> way too much thought into it, Thomas. I don't think you put enough. <laughs> the, 
that could have still been a great touching moment. And they, it was a good moment when he finds Abra the journals. Me. <laughs> Twinkle your magic wand. Let me see your wand. Mm. So hard. Oh. Is that made out of elder wood? <laughs> oh. Going real nerd with that one. I don't know enough Harry Potter to yeah. chime in on that one, Fucking but loser. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Ryan. Asperia <laughs> in my ass. <laughs> I'm going to Avada Kedavra your asshole. You're going to kill his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> That's a lawsuit. It's anyway. Le- it's Levio saw. <laughs> That whole bit with the journals was still a great and touching moment. But truthfully, we could have had it without these arbitrary borderline unnamed witches who yeah. were w- local thieves. It was, Is that what it came down to yeah. ultimately? Yeah. Their story had no real purpose. It, did, it didn't. The younger one, Emily, I think it was Emily was her name. Didn't turn against her mother. There was no symbolism behind her turning against her parent like sam and dean and castiel are turning against god how lucifer turned against god yeah there wasn't there, even that, not, that parallel connection there's no that you parallel get sometimes. connection yeah they're just there and she stays evil the the voodoo doll i thought was gonna be okay did this kid die as well and she's a stick twig monster like twigs and twine and tasha baines that was a witch is there something connected there with the voodoo doll looking the way it did no, they don't even know Rowena on a personal level. There's no vengeance or vendetta against her. They just know her by reputation and went to rob her. And that feels very shallow, especially, again, we are going to grade everything very harshly because of the final season. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like they could have kept everything they had in the episode, get rid of the whole witch scenario. And play it slower. Even slower would have been better, right? Yes. More <laughs> more emotional, nuanced. Have a discussion yeah. with Eileen. She's it's just the two of you. Supernatural. You this is the final season. We don't always need a hurdle Octane. to overcome every single episode. You yeah. can have something where the hurdle is something like an emotional struggle or an emotional issue where Sam needs to be smacked back down to reality or where Castiel needs to be smacked back down to reality by the normal folks and say, hey, listen, we're all in this. You guys have purpose. Imagine if they would have taken that time and really fleshed out the Castiel scenario that much more. Given us, in fact, I had said this to you before the show started today. They should have scratched that entire teaser with that weird scene with the song and the witch woman coming in and terrorizing Rowena's house. Just poor. It was silly. We didn't need it. Felt immature. Imagine if they would have done a classic supernatural slash Carver montage teaser. Mm-hmm. Where you have Castiel going through the mundane reality of life, chopping wood up at the cabin, saying hi to the townsfolks. He's become a, a common face. People know who he is. Right. And suddenly we now understand, oh, quite a bit of time has gone by. The biggest problem I had with this episode was that there was no time reference. Right. We really had no idea how much time had gone by. To us, it was literally two weeks ago. And we're supposed to believe that Castiel has been out of the game? For for an extended period of Felt time? really disconnected. And they could have used that, especially that teaser, to kind of drive home that point with Castiel. Right. That he's been living in the hills. And that he has a relationship of sorts with the people of this town. Like he obviously did. They knew of him. Oh, you're the FBI agent that rents a cabin, right? Yeah. They really could have brought that to the forefront and made the episode so much stronger. Well, and then here's where I said, I said this to you before we started the show. This episode was not the worst one of the season, but I feel like this episode was sadly the laziest episode of the and, season. And how much of that was leadership or Meredith Glenn? Because I don't feel, I feel like meredith is above this i feel like she's above it but it feels like she i felt like sam and dean have very much kind of been the writers in the showroom and dab has been chuck from a meta standpoint sam and dean are calling out what this is your bullshit apocalypse no not on my watch they call out that he's not a good writer and and these other things and he's a hack and stuff like that it's been a kind of meta 
aspect. I feel like three or four people in this room really do care. Like Sam really still cares. And then some people are kind of like Dean, a bit nihilistic and saying, fuck it. You know, who knows what's real? We're just going to ride it till the end. And I know that sounds really harsh right now, but I can't help but feel like this was a little bit of a lazy episode. We have kind of something with witches who aren't really connected. And had we put a little bit more time and nuance into Sam and Eileen and his connection to Rowena, that could have been nice. Him voicing his his emotions and his where he's coming from to somebody who he trusts to not tell Dean about it. We could have seen things like the, the problems we had earlier. So souls can't go to heaven or is that just because my understanding before was that Kevin got struck down deliberately by God. Yeah. He said that. So now is that a retcon or is that a mix mix up? If I lean can come back and get her body again, what we just tell Kevin to fuck off basically. Fuck you. Even Kevin. other little things like the, the sheriff is the one who's the bad guy because he's the only one who is slightly antagonistic in the town we met. But he was also quote going to get his haircut guy ends up bald. It just felt like they were writing things and going through the motions for some of it, it it didn't feel necessary to have a fight scene. And you're telling me that this witch is taking a 14 minute spell to kill Sam, and then goes to kill Dean, but forgets that Sam's literally right there and fine and able to get up. Why did the kids have this hatred towards one another, but not <laughs> any reference to the parent being the problem when Chuck is the parent to everyone and the problem of the entire show? It, it felt like we just wrote, hey, here's a good idea with Sam and Eileen, and here's a good idea of Castiel. But the trappings of how we got there were just, eh, there's a monster. Eh, Rowena's a witch. Let's have some witches. I've done witches before. It, yeah. it just felt very by the book, num- by the numbers. And like you said, Mike, we didn't need Monster of the Week this week. Yeah. Maybe Castiel's could have been the only one. Yeah, That would have worked. It that's, just that's why I, that's, it did feel odd that that's the only way to explain it, because like I said, at the heart of the episode, there's a lot of meaningful substance, but they wrapped it in a shit wrapper. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, this is there's a shit wrapper. more time paid attention to the non-essential stuff. Yeah, it's weird. It, that's that's kind of hard. And to, this doesn't feel like Meredith at the center. No. It, that's why I said, I wonder if it's oversight the, or the leadership, because the center does. feels like Meredith. Yes. The actual substance feels exactly like meredith does in her writing yes her voice is very clear at that point but then the surrounding stuff does not feel like meredith glenn at all yeah it's very strange all right so with that ryan what are your final thoughts i kind of ranted my whole bit here do you really that's my final thoughts thoughts. i'll go first this time so what'd you grade it i give this one a 60 62 percent because it's better than the first three that we had, it's not the worst episode of the season, no. but so much of it felt lazy effort. They, they needed a gunfight. So we throw in a gunfight and you we know needed what? Some villain, you know what? So Thomas, you're not wrong. You're not wrong because yeah. if, this, if this was like season 10 or season 11, we'd be like, all right, it's a C episode, yeah, it's a C let's, episode, let's, whatever. Let's get to next week. We'll be fine. This is the final season. Yep. We you, are going to be a little, that. we're going to be a little more on it. I'm just preparing the listeners out there. We're going to be a little more on it. We're always going to be positive. We're always going to love this show, but we expect a lot more from this final season. I expect way more. And we're not going to sugarcoat it. If the episode was mediocre, it's mediocre. The, this episode for me was a 55. I mean, you're choking a ghost. <laughs> 55. It was a 55. You, you're choking a ghost as another ghost. <laughs> I was, I was I actually, you, you got to be... I was frankly gonna, fucking kidding. Me. I was going to bring that up. This was a 55 for me. Let's talk about that because that's oh. something we did. I, we Thomas just like, now brought up. We, I'm, I'm sitting here watching Eileen getting choked and saying, oh, no, Dean, her body with your shit lighter that after 15 years, you haven't wait switched a second. brands. Wait a second. She's a she's afraid that she's getting choked. She can't die. She's a ghost. She's that's dead. Already. Thing. Yeah. So, so not, only, not only do they not have physical forms, they're attacking each other instead of fighting with. Ma- See, if they were fighting with magic, is, this is what different. I'm saying. It's lazy. It's not. <laughs> let's have these okay. ghosts fight. It's uh, let's okay. physically punch each other oh, because fuck. we didn't think to the next level that ghosts don't do that. This is the second episode where they've made ghosts illogical. 
It just they did it with the first. They don't need to run down the street. They can teleport. They don't need to choke each other. They're already dead. And also, if you were choking each other, it wouldn't matter because you can phase through the wall, but you can touch each other. She has to get in the bathtub. Why did she have to lay down? I thought she'd go through the floor, Kitty Pride style. At that point, nice reference, by the way. Like it just felt. Yeah, there's a ghost. Yeah, they fight. Whatever. But that doesn't make any sense. Where'd her clothes yeah. go? She just came back you know, naked. They were ghost clothes. Oh. You've seen Ghost with, you know, Patrick Demi Swayze. Moore and Patrick Swayze. You start making out with people, you get naked. Oh, is that how that works? I don't know. I'm bored. Fuck it. I, episode's I'm, done. I'm more than just upset now at the physicality of it. Like, and that's where I'm like, not you gotta only, be kidding. Not only is there just no physicality, like they shouldn't be touching each other, right? Okay. It started with that, also like, push there, that worked. But there should also be no threat. Eileen, she should be sitting there. Oh, she's ch- choking me. What's going to happen? I can't die. Mm-hmm. Like, there shouldn't even... Dean, come on. You got to burn her body. Why? You're already dead. Give me a few seconds here. Let me catch my breath. Nothing's going to happen to you. Well, okay. So why did those two ghosts fight? But she's Emily, gonna, who just got ghost shot. Choke out. She's Emily gonna, just yeah. got shot. Why does she not fight her sister, too? She's going to lose all her ghost air and her, her ghost lungs. Dude. If they can't hurt each other, why would one of them go after Dean and one of them go after the mom? How come, like, Sam didn't I, stop? I You're like, oh, my guys. God, ghost chick fight. They're going to take ghost clothes off. Oh, let me see the ghost titties oh, fly. Yeah, ghost boob. It's been, and this is where I get a little more nitpicky. It's been 15 years. Do I really need to be told that you still have witch bullets? I figured you put those in. Witch I bullets, think you put, <laughs> I figured you didn't hey. put in just the standard nine millimeter. Yeah, he's got witch like, killing bullets, too. Maybe it just the witches felt lazy. didn't know that witch killing bullets exist, dude. They don't know. But they knew about Rowena only through reputation where she lived and apparently the quietest apartment complex. Yeah, that actually was. Where gunfights and murder happens <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and no one even, Wait, like, the landlord doesn't be like, Gunfights and murder don't happen in your apartment complex? Well, you know, some areas. <laughs> it depends on where you live. Yeah. All right, Ryan. So 55 from Ryan. Uh, 55 for me. I... I just had a hard time with the whole bringing Eileen back in the first place. I, I obviously Eileen, we liked as a character. We were upset when she died, but to bring her back and then bring her back in body. Why? When you could have brought Kevin back, you could have brought other characters back, but you bring back Eileen for what reason? She doesn't really add much to the team. And that's really what I was concerned. Well, with. That, that was part of it. To me, it's like, if you want to bring her back, bring her back that's fine, but yeah. you, you need to have, a strong reason to bring and her back in, in flesh. I mean, there's th- while it did work from a poetic mm-hmm. standpoint, I think that could have been anybody. I also think, yeah. I also think they were pandering quite a bit to the people who ship Eileen and Sam together. I, I do agree with and that. You really think so? I agree yes. with in the that. Final yes. season, that is exactly it's, what they did. It is very yes, large on the internet. They're, they're, they're putting that out there because they're with the people that hope that there's some kind of fantasy fairy tale ending where Eileen ends up with Sam at the end. And I guarantee that's what they were pandering at with this with her coming back in this episode it's literally i rolled my eyes thinking about it when she walked up to touch sam's hand <gasps> oh, and i'm naked make sure you turn around now see my i ghost like that. nakedness <clears throat> no I, I i it was too much pandering for me i i think it was it was on the nose way too much um i think if you didn't know about the internet and yeah well i i think <laughs> I, it's 2019 so stupid well, listen Not, to the argument I, no i'm saying i think if you didn't know about the movement on social media if you were to watch this five years and you weren't shipping and you didn't know anything about shipping and you were just a a viewer of supernatural and you weren't all about checking out hashtags and whatever Mm -hmm. their ship name is i think you would understand the point of the episode and what they were doing with it i think because you know what they're talking about on social media it kind of rubs you the wrong way their ship name is sam lean by the way that's actually pretty good i actually just made that up I don't know if that's actually you're really good at making those ship Uh, names for being someone who doesn't like it. I just it's not that I don't like shipping. I just think that sometimes I just don't like how on the the biggest shipper I've ever met. Let's be honest. Yeah. Me and Rowena. That's the only ship that matters. (laughs) You ship something every single week. (laughs) I'd watch them. Fuck. That's different. No, that's That's smut. That's smut. That's not shipping. I want to watch them fuck, not watch them become in a relationship and adopt a dog and have a kid. I want to watch them have sex. It's different. All right. There's That's a website for that. Don't be so aggressive. It, right. I know, it's Mike, what about com. you? What are your final thoughts on this one? I mean, you guys have pretty much said it What's all. Your, just give us your rating. Right, but... 
I had a few problems. Um, it goes right back to what you said about the ghost thing. I, I didn't even think about that because I was already a little annoyed about other things. Mm-hmm. I knew that she was going to be brought back to life. And I, and this is not meant yeah. to be provocative in any way. It's very serious. You're going to bring her back to life. But when you bring her back to life, she's still hearing impaired. Yeah. I thought of that, too. I, I know she's deaf in real life. I get it. But you couldn't have tried to. It just. If it's a rebirth, it's a rebirth and she's still hearing impaired. So, and again, I understand what are they going to do, but it goes in line with the rest of your complaints. There's a lot of logical laziness. The logic's not there. Illogical. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's lazy. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It, it felt like there was a core element of Meredith Glynn's true writing style and then something happened just wrapped in yeah so hit me see this it's a job you know what this is way too fucking good man just give me that here i'm gonna do a rewrite <laughs> yeah, i said don't laugh i'm serious here i'm gonna do a quick rewrite okay uh-huh. rewrite. What, what are you gonna do uh, i'm gonna put this i'm gonna wrap this up in a shit sandwich why why would we do that hold on oh god he's breathing I'm so hard i'm tapping 100 words a minute right now i'm losing my breath it's 10 words a minute he doesn't really hey, oh, okay and that's that can I go now? Are you really out oh, of breath? Hold on, I'm be in this. Okay, all right, that's good. You just uh, retitled it so far. Uh, well, the thing was, no, I reread it. This, I, I took all the good stuff out and just put a bunch of shit. Didn't make sense. Ghosts choking each other, and also why uh, ghosts, Andrew? Why are we still on ghosts? Yeah, cool, right? Because Kripke did ghosts, and they were really cute. But okay, ghosts were cool, and I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ghosts were cool, and I'm going to do it, too. Why does he more and more start to sound like Eric Cartman? Listen, listen, uh, man, if you're a really good writer, then Mm -hmm. I think you make sandwiches better. Go ahead and and make me a sandwich, and uh, I'm going to finish the script for you, because this is just, you're going to make me look bad. If I didn't know I'll better. be right on that. I think I don't think she's aware of the season's ending because she thinks she's going to get other shows ending. I think she's going to get my job. <laughs> Fuck her. I'll show her. Oh, God. There is no job because the show's over. Hold on. Uh, okay. And keep adding. All right. So overall, I think it was. Well, hold on. I didn't rate it. Oh, shit. Um, I'm giving it a 59%. Oh. Okay. And that hurts me because I. I'm a standing by what I said at the top of the show. At its core, there's a lot of goodness. But that goodness is wrapped up in a, in a mangled mess. I, yeah. I don't know what they were doing. I'm so fucking confused. I think that's the biggest. Sadly, it's been the... The quarterly review is a little different, but it's... it's there's no reason. It, exactly. There's no why? reason to have asking any of why this. way too much and not for the right reasons there's no reason for any of this to happen right now in this episode they, they had a great story going yep and we even in this episode great story there was a lot there but all of the extra stuff i you have to ask why in a season it makes me feel like they don't have a story this year it makes me feel like hey we need to waste time we have another 17 episodes i or wouldn't so to be go. surprised this if- is the final season how can they not have- i bet they had half a season written of traditional dab here's an idea fuck it and then they were told it's over and then they have about 10 episodes of have heavy narrative for the final season and we've gotten two of them and wait hold on you think we only we're only going to have eight more episodes that are truly story myth arc related out of six we've had two so you think we're only gonna have 10 more eight more I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be very disappointed. If the last if four the or case. five where they were it and we have another mid-season premiere or mid-season finale mid-season premiere. Yeah. I could see it happening. I'm not going to be happy about it if that's the case but I almost feel like much like Lebanon was here's an idea and then we stapled a different idea to it and the pages got stuck together. Yeah that makes sense. And then later in the same like season we saw the second half of the original script show up. I almost Ugh. bet that the half of this season was already thought of and then half of it is, oh, God, it's over. Let's finish it and tie it together. Well, they've it never explained why some things just don't feel logical and or high stakes are not there. But then other ones, they're very clearly on point about where they're going. 
So if Belphegor and Ardat are the Asmodeus and Gabriel resurrection of Dab just kind of coming up with things and going with it, then the Chuck rewriting things, the new ending in Sam's visions are the, oh crap, I've got to wrap this up as we move towards the end of season 12 kind of thing. Right. So it's a little too early to tell. I know it's a pessimistic outlook, but as you said, earlier, Mike, this you, is the though. final season. We're going to be calling it out more. We're going to be a little bit more harsh. And while this episode wasn't bad, it felt lazy and you cannot be doing that right now. There's still time to fix everything. There's still time for things to improve. And just last two weeks, we were speaking a very different, much higher tune about the show. So different. it can change week to week. So we have to give it more time. We can't. And as you said, we love the show. We're not going to shit on every aspect of it, but we're going to start calling out. God is, you got to do a little bit better than some of these things that we're seeing. Now, if remember guys, if you want to hear the preview discussion of the upcoming episode, head on over to patreon.com and sign up for our $5 tier. You'll get the preview discussions where we go into hypothesis and theory for the upcoming episode. Be sure to check out the, uh, contest if you want to win that dean winchester six scale figure by quantum mechanics be sure to share the show with all your friends and anybody who's a fan of supernatural and we will see you all next time you little maggot you are no longer a part of this story hey ass butt